Hey there, it's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 78, the countdown to Burp Town. If you were in the pre-show, you'll know what that means. Uh, it's our What's Coming in June episode. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, what's up? And everyone's favorite, Mike Nelson, is here, folks. Ban all guns. <laughs> yes, fuck them. <laughs> We're doing Virtual our what's ones for me. <laughs> We're doing our what's slappers coming. only. Ooh, slappers only in, in life, in real life. <laughs> yeah. I like it. We are a slappers only podcast, folks. What's coming up in June is episode seventy-eight. Before we get to that, let's talk about what we've been up to. Kayla, winning time. How about mm. winning time? Man, I am loving. I am loving oh, it. Good. Okay. I, it's just a, such a fun ride. Like Eric likes to watch a lot of like heavy dramas, and then I'm like kind of wrecked for the rest of the day. You know, those things weigh on you. Not this. This is just. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. It. Sure. It's got its its controversies. It's got its uh. Lots of titties. No dick. Even though they're men standing naked in like in in locker rooms, barely barely butt, barely butt, you get like a quick shot of butt, but lots of titties, lots of titties. Very well, you know he's a he's a he's he's a boob man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, I know, I know. Just they just go through a lot of trouble not to show any. Um, for an HBO show, I. I would just like it to be a little more open. Um, they're open with a lot of other things. so <laughs> It's a lot of fun, though. So this is, if you don't remember us talking about this, this is um, the chronicle of the Showtime Lakers. This basically starts with um, Magic Johnson, uh, the, the, the rise of Magic Johnson, him being drafted by by the Lakers in 1979. Um, and it kind of chronicles uh, the new owner, Jerry Buss, buying the team and everything he was going through. But it's just so fun. It's uh, John Played C. Riley. John C. Riley, yeah. Yeah, it, we're having a great time. We're what, like five episodes in? Four episodes yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. He just eats it up. He's just in full, full-blown Dr. Buss. And it's it's fun. And it was supposed to be Will Ferrell, right? In in that role, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This You're is the right choice. It is. It's the right choice. As much I as much as I liked Will Ferrell just recently in in The Shrink Next Door, like I just can't see him doing this as good as 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 Riley. He's he's really yeah. good. Yeah, I agree. I've watched a few episodes and just seeing old pictures of Bus and seeing John C. like, oh yeah, this is just makes total sense and just the kind of charm and panache that he's bringing to that mm -hmm. to that character mm -hmm. and as it all fits pretty well every uh, the, the actor who plays magic johnson's great and mm -hmm. i do really Isaiah, too. yeah all all the kind of bit player i haven't have you guys is um uh big nose man uh adrian brody is he oh, yes. uh, uh showed up yet yeah I, I haven't gotten to pat riley stuff yet, oh so. he's good um, he's really yeah. good yeah we just recently saw um, Jason Siegel too for the first time. He he comes in. Um, is he Paul Westhead? Who's he? He in? is. He's Paul Westhead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's who Pat Riley replaces, right? As as coach. Gotcha. Okay. 
yeah pretty pretty cool um yeah it's 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 really cool to see all of these people that I know from being a basketball fan like now, but like, yeah, Pat Riley's the fucking uh, president of the Miami Heat and stuff. But like in this, he's super down and out and just like trying to make his, yeah. his way yeah. in basketball and stuff. And it's 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 real cool. It's it's kind of fun. And they they play on some of that. They've like uh, done little cutaways of like, oh, this character becomes like a billionaire or whatever. And like. Pretty pretty cool stuff. It's baby Kobe right there in the fucking yeah. fans. That was good. That was good. Baby Kobe. Yeah, I love the style that it's in. It's so yeah different. Vintage kind of look. To yeah, it. and even like the there are times where it's like um uh breaking the third wall or whatever that uh talking to the camera, talking to the audience, little clips in it, and and I I enjoy it. It's fun. I don't really know anything about the lakers i barely know anything about my hometown chicago bulls <laughs> basketball i mean i know michael jordan i i know it's a thing but i never really watched it again until my adult life yeah i've, I've heard that they're really taking liberties with mm. certain you know factual events and everything but uh uh it's still it's dramatized a lot of fun yeah it's not meant to be like a you know, documentary or, or something. Right. Like that. Right. But I'm cool with that. I would really like uh, this kind of style done with the, the dream, the original dream, dream mm. team. Uh, you had some, you know, Barkley on there and, and some real characters on that team, magic included and MJ and stuff, Larry. That'd be that, fun. That'd I wonder cool. if this was successful. If and who knows what streaming, like how many people yeah. watched it or, or whatnot, because yeah, I, the same style with the dream team or even like the, the Michael Jordan bulls or something that would be a lot of fun. I think, I mean, we already got the the documentary, but I think just a dramatization of it would be a lot of fun too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I like a little more fun and pizzazz in it. And you've uh, finished severance now, Mike, right? Yep. Yep. I've been completely severed. Um, <laughs> Uh, really enjoy it overall. Uh, I'm a little worried about it. Uh, having, you know, that 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 additional season itis kind of thing where it kind of leaves leaves you on a on some on a cliffhanger. And uh, I don't know. I just I'm, I, I don't know where a second season, how it how would pick up and, and stuff like that, where like the pacing of it, uh, how that's going to feel. But. But man, just uh, they did something cool with that show. They got just all the stuff in Lumen on in in the the workplace stuff is 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 great, and uh, we'll definitely watch a second season for sure. But hold holding my breath on on that one that it could still be as good. It, as the first I re- yeah, I remember watching it and thinking like, oh well. They're not even going to be able to do a second season. Like they're getting kind of, kind of right to it. And then like that last episode, it's like, oh no, no, they're they're just shattering everything I thought was like, oh okay, that's done. Oh okay, that's done. Nope, nope. They've yeah, um, I'm, I'm just worried. Up. I'm worried about that. We're gonna answer this mystery with another mystery kind of thing that yeah, the show yeah. can fall prey to, and I, I I don't want that. I don't. I want answers, <laughs> and 
I want them quickly. I don't want them. Right. I don't want them 10 years from now or something. I don't want a lost. Uh, right. One. Just want a, <laughs> a tight thing. You know, after seeing like watching Mare, which is a tight one season, watching stuff like uh, even uh, Midnight Mass last year, mm. which I loved, mm. like just a tight one and done is what I wanted from this. It's not what what we got, but hey, uh, more more fun times in Lumen aren't aren't the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That 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 that's interesting. Yeah. I I am on the record as saying, yeah, limited series, mini series, that's the way to go. We need more of them. We're getting some. We're getting quite a few, uh luckily. Um hopefully they kind of know what they're doing. Hopefully like Ben Stiller is like fully invested and like has a a plan of of what season two and as many of other seasons are going to be um because it felt like this was this was going to be you know one thing one the real compact and everything else and then leave the the big seven six season things to like comedy shows those things can go on forever that's fine i will see you do bits here and there for years that's okay (laughs) But when you're like a real drama story, you can't you can't just Game of Thrones me because it it wears. Yeah. NCIS and sitcoms. That's it. Those are the only ones Mm -hmm. that get like as many seasons as they want. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Gosh, what else? What else have we been checking out? I'm I'm drawing a blank. So good. Oh, the staircase. Uh, Tony Collette is a lock. For best moment, favorite moment at the end of the oh. year. It, I'm kind of cheating a little bit, but you'll see at the, okay. end, at the end of the year. But uh, really liking that. I think there's three more of those. I think they've. I think there's nine total. Oh, that's um, too many. Gosh. Uh, just this was six. The last one I just watched. Um, started slow horses. Ooh. And that one as well. That's like the Gary Oldman. A mm. uh, bunch of spies have to like pretend to be a family <laughs> kind of show. But I, I'm still very. I'm still in the first episode of that. I, I just dipped my toes in that and uh, finished uh, Pokemon Arceus. Nice. Uh, that came and went. I don't know. It was a good. Yeah, hit. you did work <laughs> on that. You just got that for your birthday, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> you can really just kind of fly through that thing. I think it only took me like maybe twenty five hours. Or so, well, that's not bad. Um, there's still there. If I wanted to do everything, it would have been a lot of uh, time. I did not feel compelled to complete my Pokédex. And uh, how many are in that one? This one, I don't know. It's a, just mm-hmm. a weird. They kind of just put as many as they they felt was necessary. I, I don't know, but uh. I know that has some kind of expansion coming later this year. I, mm-hmm. I, I think so. I would probably I'd, I'd dip back into that with some new new stuff, new new stuff to find. You're you're seeing a lot of the same Pokemon constantly through that. It 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 they they don't do well with the pacing that way. Every new area should have completely different Pokemon than than the last, and they they fail on that on that front. Is there any multiplayer at all, like competitive battles or anything? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure you can still do all that and trade and all all the stuff you've been doing since 98. Nice. <laughs> <You know? 
link cable, right? You just need the link cable and you're good. There is uh it's funny. There's an item you can have a uh, certain Pokemon hold and it's called the link, the oh, link cable. And it like fun. either lets them evolve or kind of gives them in some kind of power up or something like that. Guess we all checked out the first two episodes of Kenobi as well. Yes. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of cool Star Wars stuff, a lot of references. I think it's going to go in the direction, or so far, I mentioned when we talked about this on what's coming up in May, I said, I want sad dad Kenobi. I want like him ruminating on his failures and stuff, and I think I'm going to get this. Or at least that's kind of what my first two episodes were, and I was I was satisfied there. Yeah, this is kind of the the last part of their like wild west kind of thing they've had going on. They've had kind of the outlaw Josie Wales kind of stuff, like with Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett was kind of like a magnificent, magnificent seven, get the posse together kind of show. And this is like reminding me of unforgiven a lot. Hmm. Like guys, like got to get back on the horse, you know, has to dig up his old lightsaber in the, in the desert kind of, you know, got to get my guns out, my old irons. And uh, go on one last mission, kind of thing, and uh, it's been cool. There, it's it, the first two got me hooked real good. I'm I'm excited to see see the rest of this. Yeah, we didn't get a real chance to talk about it, Kayla. What did, what did you think about those first two? Uh, I enjoyed it. They, I feel like we're getting sad dad out of it. Yeah. I think. Um, I'm I'm just on the edge of my seat uh waiting for for uh Darth Vader. Um I'm a I'm a big Anakin fan, so I have like always wanted to see some I my dream would have been some more early Anakin and Obi-Wan, but now we got we got after You got plenty of that with all the clone wars. Oh, and I loved it. It's my favorite <laughs> shit. Right. It's great. It's great. But with as before I watched Clone Wars, this was always a dream, a, a dream. Yeah. just like, oh, right. I just want more of, like, Obi-Wan, he's so fucking cool, he's kick-ass. Uh, and, and with Sad Dad, I hope, I hope he can bust out of that, because he was always, you know, chained down and fuck the Jedi, let loose. With how good he still looks, you and McGregor, they could totally, I, I have no idea if they'll do this, um, they could do, like, a flashback of like buddy cop Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen uh, circa Clone Wars. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, you know, digital, digital light and magic, Ooh. right? Or industrial light and magic. That's their, the Lucasfilm yeah. thing. Right. Um, I liked, there was a reference. I don't want to like spoil it completely, but there was a reference to like the Clone Wars. I'll say that I really liked. Uh, Good. yeah, I know what you mean. Which yeah. Title? I, I thought that was a really cool little tiny little scene, just a tiny little moment. Um, but I, I was a big fan. Uh, that was probably like w one thing that really stood out. I was texting uh, Aaron about it a little bit back and forth, and we, we were both made a point of just how good it looks and how good mm. Tatooine looks compared to the Tatooine we got in Boba Fett. And just how more interesting they've made it within just spending 30 minutes on this Tatooine in this show is, is so much more intriguing than what was going down with, with Book of Boba Fett and how they're even, they're willing to put scenes from the movies, the old movies, like side by side in this thing. That's how confident they are in it. And uh, it shows it's good. 
It does. It does look really, really good. Um, I talked a little bit of like action scenes that we got, a little bit of lightsaber action, a little blaster action all looked looked pretty good. The costumes are all, you know, really I, I like the Inquisitors, their their look. Um they were they were really cool in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh yeah. and I was really excited to kind of see them come out again and it they're exactly how I, I remember them from that game. So pretty cool. The actress who plays the third sister in this, uh, Rava, I think's mm. her name. She was really good in uh, Queen's Gambit. It took me a while to oh. to pinpoint where Wait, I recognized sir. her from, but she was. Uh, I think her name's uh, Moses Ingram. Is her name? Oh, she's fun. she's pretty cool and sinister in in Obi Wan so far. Seems like she's going to be a big big part of it. I think. Yeah, and all just right. how a, a good job of hiding the the a plot in this and all of the marketing. They really didn't give away what what obi-wan's like kind of whole 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 mission is in this and uh it was fun to to see that unravel in the first episode do you think they're gonna keep keep that going um just like what they've shown us now is that gonna is that gonna you know be the end to the end of the series i think so yeah yeah i mean we know where he ends up (laughs) there's a uh a, a, a Oh, uh, timeline they have to stay within, uh, you know, certain stuff they are kind of tied to. Yeah, the the rumors are we're going to see uh, Obi-Wan and Vader, you know, get together at, at some point. So that'll be interesting because we have really had no evidence of that happening in, in the timeline and stuff. So it's going to be a tightrope to walk. There's only six episodes, I think. Pretty sure. And we've seen two already. So it's going to be. Quick Perfect. and dirty, yeah. Yeah, that's all I need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, not just Kenobi, That the it's an interesting choice that they made to call it Obi-Wan Kenobi instead of just Kenobi. I, I liked, I, I like just Kenobi. Yeah, clean, uh, I, I would have liked a cleaner title, too. Oh. We'll call it Kenobi. We'll, yeah, in the official uh, notes. podcast notes, it's going to be Kenobi. Kenobi is what I so I call. <laughs> so, uh, we've got a more jam-packed June than I thought. Um same. Same. Maybe not in the video game space, but uh Everywhere else, we got a lot of cool movies, a lot of cool shows coming up, so we should probably get right to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get to June. Um, June 3rd, right off the bat, we've got The Boys Season 3, we've got Crimes of the Future, and we've got Watcher. Uh, so, The Boys Season 3, it's the third season of The Boys coming to Amazon Prime. Um, are you all caught up, Mike? No, I watched Season 1, mm. never... I, I think I started season two and saw Jack Quaid's face and just, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't like that guy. So there's a lot of him in the early parts of uh, season two, it seems. So I uh, think I'm, I think I've wiped my hands from that show. I, I enjoyed season one and I, I don't know if I'm going back, but uh, I watched the trailer for this and um, are you guys jazzed for it? Did you guys like season two a lot? I didn't hear a lot of, Talk about it, really. I enjoyed it a lot, but Kayla, what did you think of this trailer? Shows too much. <laughs> I know what the whole season's gonna be. Oh, so many spoilers. So many like full on. Oh, 
we're going to take whatever the serum is to be 24-hour superheroes, which is, like, everything we fought against. Like, it's a little, it's a little weird for the trailer. Like, maybe if they even just showed, like, uh, a quick glimpse of him using laser eyes, and you're like, what? Was that him? Was it not? Did he yell, oi? Was it him? <laughs> um, I like the boys. It's, um, it's very violent. Uh, it's, it's interesting. But I'm a little tempered with season three. It's one of those things that's kind of going on a little bit too long. What are they going to do? And... What are they going to do that they didn't show in the trailer? Because there's got to be something else, right? <laughs> they really ramped up in season two so much, like introducing new characters and then um, dispatching, you know, kind of the big bad of season two and, and stuff like that. Um, the Nazi woman, right? Yeah, exactly. And And she was great. I really liked her, but like they just didn't, I guess, have a big enough plan for her. It was like, oh, man, she's she's bigger and badder than everyone and apparently not you know kind of thing so it's one of those where where do they go um how can they ramp it up even even more but yeah the trailer kind of showed showed a lot i'm i'm just excited to i think that's a cool ass like concept cool world of just like yeah superheroes are just commonplace and they're corporate america and and that it's a cool concept and some of those characters (laughs) yeah exactly um and so yeah, it's 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 the characters for me that'll keep me going, and then the action and the violence is a lot of fun. But um, I don't know that at the end of the year it'll be one of my like oh yeah. In the same way as like like Peacemaker is kind of uh, similar, but I feel like that one had had a lot more heart than maybe the boys has ever had. Mention Crimes of the Future. Uh, this is David Cronenberg's new film, uh, coming to a limited release on June third, and then a wider release later on in uh, the month. I showed Kayla the trailer for this one um, <laughs> just before the pod, and uh, that is really unsettling. <laughs> An unsettling. Yeah, I feel like we got to set a warning uh, for our listeners before checking out the trailer for this because. Uh... It's weird. It's it's Cronenberg for sure. It's, yeah. Or like wow. eating oven roasted tomatoes that like kind of, you know, burst and ooze out and watching that trailer at the same time was oh, a little man. rough. Uh, so this yeah. is like uh, from what I g- gathered from the trailer, like humanity has lost its uh like pain sensors or something like think that think so or yeah no or figured out how to do it with technology or you know something like yeah. that not feel pain and so like human augmentation is kind of like the way of trying to feel something i guess in this world like really weird changes to your body like just adding ears everywhere <laughs> and like just cutting yourself open just to see what happens kind of stuff in this uh it's yeah, it's really strange. It, it's got me interested in it, though. Uh, we got uh, Viggo Mortensen in this, who's teamed up with Cronenberg a lot. I think the only Cronenberg movie I've seen is History of Violence. Mm. Never seen The Fly or Videodrome or any anything like that. Classic stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's got a look. It's got some real body horror in it. If you're into that, this is this is the movie for you. 
Yeah, it seems like Vigo's character is kind of like an exhibitionist. Like he he wants to like push the envelope of what you can do, and I think his goal is to like replace every organ in his body, but like on tape or something. I think that's like the idea. Um, yeah, or like a in, of, in front of a yeah. He's like in a cocoon type pot, like weird thing, and I guess will emerge as. Something. <laughs> so on, we'll find out. On yeah. June 3rd, take the kids to Crimes of the Future at your local Cinemaplex. Yes, ruin them. Uh, ruin, ruin them forever. Uh, ra- wrap it up June 3rd. Watcher, uh, a trailer that we saw in front of... Um, what did we see it in front of, Kayla? Actress Strange? No. Men? Uh, men. Yeah, in front of men. Um interesting kind of it's kind of a tired concept oh you know woman being like watched through a window kind of kind of thing uh is she a reliable narrator but it seems like the the guy who's watching her or maybe watching her is just open about it like he's he's like yeah i've just been watching you it's not a crime you know it's it's (laughs) it's whatever kind of thing uh and that's creepy in and of itself like he he seems like he almost doesn't have a motive or a uh you know he's not trying to kill her or you know do something violent or anything maybe he is but like just from the trailer it seems like yeah just just watching you you know it's cool it's it's nice to have someone notice that i watch them is i think one of the like the things he said in the in the trailer so it just it looks really stylish um it's a neon film um which they those those are always pretty uh stylish and uh pretty pretty cool did you check this one out at all mike yeah i saw the trailer it's it's homegirl from it follows right so this is yeah. it watches and uh <laughs> man she's just got a problem with with people Follow her. Gosh, yeah, figure that out. <laughs> yeah, the bad guy is uh, Burn Gorman, or the the watcher. Let's say is is Burn Gorman, who's like one of the kind of most unique faces in uh in in Hollywood. Uh, look him up, I guess. He's just got a. He kind of looks like Crispin Glover, but he kind of looks like the Crispin Glover mask that they used in Back to the Future Two. If you're familiar with that at all, um, kind of a kind of a creepy looking dude. Uh, but oh, yeah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a Rami Malek face, or like type of sh- shape but not like all the features <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like a, not as good looking rami malik if, if you find rami malik good looking you know um so Carl that's a- from devs in that as well I, oh like yeah it. yeah yeah so so that's watcher june 3rd coming to theaters uh june 8th we get uh miss marvel coming to disney plus um the first ever um muslim superhero right like that's kind of her her whole thing she's idolizes captain marvel she's like a young teenage girl um and somehow i don't know how she gets her powers what's uh do you either you guys that band i don't know i'm not sure she's got like stretchy powers right she can kind of I thought so. I've I've seen her in the like Marvel Avengers video game, and it seems like she's yeah. just like a Stretch Armstrong thing. But like in the in the trailer, she's got somewhat like cosmic powers similar. Yeah, to... she did no stretching in the live action. Yeah, she's got like Everyone's Captain Marvel esque kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Erica Chavez could do that like cosmic punch thing, you know, in Doctor Strange, and it's pretty punchy. <laughs> Why explain anyone's powers anymore? You know, just give. Them... <laughs> 
Oh, so that's uh, Miss Marvel coming to Disney Plus. Um, you know, we've been hit or miss on a lot of the uh, Disney Plus Marvel stuff. We've liked some of it quite a bit, like Loki. And, you know, some of it's been meh. Some of it's been Hawkeye, you know? So we'll see what this one is. Um, hope it's not a Hawkeye. Hope it's hope it's better than that. I like the angle of of like a a kid in maybe high school or or anything. I always like that about like Spider Man. So if this is more of like a, a a young girl's take on on being a you know a kid, um, that could be that could be a lot of fun. Can't be as charming as Tom Holland though. Well, it's you it's just tough. Can't. It's tough. I don't know how you know the the acting chops of um the young girl in in Miss Marvel, but. You know, hey, Disney finds them. They they know how to, you know, churn out that that young talent. So um, if anything, Disney Marvel can do it. And also on June 8th, coming to Netflix, we have Hustle uh, from executive producers Adam Sandler and LeBron James, uh, Mike's favorite. This looks pretty cool. It's a rated R drama about a kind of a beatdown basketball scout. He's been doing it for 30 years, he says in the trailer. It's Adam Sandler. He's like, you know, hasn't ever really made it. He's just traveling the world, trying to find the next big basketball talent. And he seems to have found this guy in in Spain, I think, is is where he like finds him. He's he's trying to bring him over and get him into the NBA. And it seems like it just kind of, you know, it is a kind of cut and paste kind of inspirational story of, you know, down and out guy makes it in in the big leagues kind of thing. But like, I really like beat down older Adam Sandler, big fan of like Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler, uh, f- funny people, uh, Adam Sandler. And this this had a lot of those kind of feels for me. What, what did you guys think of this one? It seems like it's kind of like a dream project for him like something that i'm sure he's been like cooking up for a while one thing i know about adam sandler is that he loves basketball so this is kind of like i think something that he might really enjoy doing and like you said he's really pushed his envelope in some of these more dramatic roles that have been quite enjoyable so it'd be nice to see it yeah i've enjoyed seeing like the tiktok videos of people post like of him just playing in pickup games and stuff like that and he could play. He's he loves the game and uh, makes perfect sense. Even like with the KG Boston Celtics stuff and un- uncut gems, and now now this. It uh, reminded me of the air up there. Have you guys ever seen that? No. Where Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. is a is a college scout that has to go to like Africa to track down this this talent that he's heard about, and uh, it's cool. It's fun fun relic of a movie. This, <laughs> this seemed like that a bit. Yeah, so that's coming to to Netflix. That's Hustle on June 8th. June 10th, we got a bunch of stuff. This is the first um, couple of video games we got. We got Mario Strikers Battle League coming to Switch, and we got The Quarry, uh, two games that couldn't be any different. Both coming (laughs) June 10th. Uh, Mario Strikers Battle League is the third soccer game in the Mario Strikers um, Just the second one. Series? Oh, is it? Okay. Is it the second one? Okay. Yeah, they only did just Strikers, I think, for GameCube, and uh, people have been clamoring for another to get back to that soccer gameplay again. because that game was a lot of fun. Uh, 
And uh, this was just unveiled a few months ago at the Direct, and it's it's here already. It's coming out. Looks looks pretty cool. Yeah, I always wanted to play the original Strikers, and like, it's a great concept. I I like all of the Mario sports games and like soccer is just a cool sport that i've never been able to get into like fifa or anything like that but like i generally like watching like the world cup and just i used to love playing like old school soccer games on like the nes and stuff so um this is more in that vein for sure you're not going to be creating like a franchise mode or something like that uh 3v3 very arcadey very fun uh this one's introducing a lot of uh like art, different armors and uh, equipment that you can put out there and, and swap and gives you different attributes and stuff on the Just field. Just like real and, soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it just looks cool. In the trailer, they kind of, it looked like they were going to emphasize like two different stadiums combining together. Oh, wow. And potentially, but I don't think they're really leaning on that. I thought it could be really cool to have, you know, Bowser Stadium plus Peaches Stadium really can, creates a whole different crazy uh, thing on the field, like different obstacles and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're leaning on that. It seems really the the battle league part, the 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 equipment and things like that are, are what they're leaning on. Yeah, I'm interested to see if you can play six player co-op just on on one one switch i mean because you could do that in in smash brothers right like that's a six player one switch game at this point eight players Uh, oh wow yeah um yeah i i I don't know how the stuff like that sucks now it's always weird what's gonna be you know is it is it split screen is it cross play is it gonna you know do i have to just be online are we gonna have to log on to discord like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's silly I, i i haven't gone delved into that but uh i think i'm gonna pick this up it looks like a lot of fun i'd like to have people over and and, and try it out it, maybe Sounds we'll have fun. to pick it up as well because we'll maybe, need to, maybe <laughs> yeah, to have another copy <laughs> yeah. yeah that'll be that'll be a lot of fun yeah, so that's mario link cable, please <laughs> yeah we'll bring the link cable <laughs> Oh, Mario Strikers Battle League coming June 10th. Also June 10th, the quarry uh, to to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. Uh, the quarry is from Supermassive, uh, the makers of um, Until Dawn and the Dark Pictures games. It seems to be very much in that same vein, uh, a kind of... Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods-esque. Uh, probably you're going to have to make a lot of choices. Um, really good voice cast. Uh, they really have always done a good thing of like getting... <laughs> they put David Arquette... Um, yeah. <laughs> front and center. Strange-looking David Arquette. <laughs> He's just playing Dewey uh, from Scream, I think. So, you know, uh, I'm yeah. into it. Uh, I've enjoyed all of the... Really enjoyed Until Dawn. Really enjoyed... Um, the Dark Pictures games, uh, at least the two out of four, I think, that we've played. It would have been like Man of Medan, right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, what were the other? Yeah, gosh, it was Man of Medan. House of Ashes or something like that. What was that? House or- of Ashes, I think, was the most recent one that was set in like Iraq. And then Fog, something, Scary Fog game. Yeah, that, that Scary, Fog, scary game. Fog game. I love yeah, that. I think that was the second one was Scary Fog game. Um just a lot of fun. I that's always cool to like make choices and see, you know, who who will die and stuff. It's always like uh you're controlling seven different people and you see the events from 
all their different points of views and you have to make decisions. Oh, do I go and run into the woods or do I go hide in the shack? And there's like permadeath all the time. And, and it's just a cool concept for spooky games. Um, and they're usually real quick. You know, you could beat these games in like four or five hours usually um, at most, I think, even. So it's a lot of replayability, though, right? Like a lot of you could totally see not see certain deaths and plots and enemies and stuff like that. If you don't, you know, Mix if you didn't up. send Susie into the, the old farmhouse or something, you know, that kind of. Yeah. Thing. And they you always do the cool the thing way. at the end of like a chapter or whatever, where they'll show like, Oh, how many people made the same choices? Like, oh, you, yeah, like you were in the 60 percentile of making that choices. Everyone sends Susie to the mill or that kind of thing. And I've heard they've got this cool feature that I've never tried out, but it's like a co-op feature where you one player plays as like three of the six and then you oh, you know fun. you play as the other three and you only see the events from the three that you're playing with and that kind of thing. Um or playing as. So when you're making decisions and your partner's making decisions, you're not, you know, in in sync as far as that goes. So I've never messed around with it, but I've heard that's a lot of fun, especially f like a lot of streamers and stuff do do that kind of thing. So um, How'd you guys feel about the facial animations in this? Like, because right away you can you can recognize every actor right away, but then once they start kind of talking, and it's like a weird it's uncanny kind of, valley effect. Yeah, it's it's got like a weird little shelf. Yeah, they got a weird sheen to them a little, a little bit. It's, yeah, it's kind of been that way with all of them, to tell you the truth. Like, mm. none of them have been the type of oh. facial capture as, like, a... It's not Naughty Dog. It's okay. not Naughty Dog, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've kind of all been a little like, oh, yeah, that's David Arquette, but it's kind of yeah. David Arquette. Like Clayface is David Arquette. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's just like, something's <laughs> off. You're not David Arquette, though. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, <laughs> Alexis, is that you? Is that? No, okay, all right. <laughs> the next two on june 10th beg the question have they jumped the shark so we got jurassic world dominion coming to theaters um the third movie i think in the jurassic world uh series so yeah. that's the sixth movie in the jurassic park world universe uh, universe um it's a lot of movies for for this universe, um, what's our what's our hype level? I don't know. How much Jake Johnson is in this? I don't. Any? Was he even in the trailer? I'm, I wonder. Kidding, I don't know. No. Yeah, he should be. Give me more of that, and I'd be into it. <laughs> he was in. He was in the first Jurassic World. He was like a, a what control center guy. The mm -hmm. big thing with him, he had a uh, Jurassic a Park T-shirt, like the original, oh. the old logo. Fanboy. Yeah. yeah, he's like a fanboy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember him in that. It, it, that first one kind of just washed over me, came and went a little bit. I remember enjoying it, and then... I like the first one better than I like the second one, and I'll watch the third one. Um, They're bringing I'm the invested. whole band back together, right? So Yeah, I, I'll, I'll... That doesn't excite me too much, because it's, you know, it, you can let some things go. You can move on from certain things, uh, but we'll find out. Find out what that means. I'm a sucker for Alan Grant. I don't know. Just something something about that character means something to me. I don't I can't put my finger on it, but sure. Just, I like that he's there. I, don't know. 
I agree, but how much is I just don't know what what that will bring to it. Yeah, you know? I, I totally understand. I don't think you know Ian Malcolm and Alan Grant and I forget Laura Dern's character's name, but she's back too. And uh, Doctor Laurie Sadler. Okay. I believe you're right. Yes, yes. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Uh, you know, maybe she'll have her arms in some poo again. You know, you know. <laughs> if I get my wish. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how much you're gonna get of of each of the. There's like so many now because now you got Chris Pratt and um, Bryce Dallas yeah, Howard too to like. Sure share screen time and everything else and and there's gonna be a group of kids and there's gonna be you know there's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot yeah. right right <laughs> it's gonna be chasing lots of chasing blue will be in there right yeah. blue still alive right the dinosaur yeah. blue black, blue blue got a baby it seems oh god well, family wow they grow up so fast raptors <laughs> <laughs> Well, we could what all hope we that have? it's not, you know, just a complete Send them rock raptors to Toronto already. Get them. <laughs> oh, so we're getting the sixth and final season of Peaky Blinders coming to Netflix. It's already been on BBC, I think, for a while. So I'm glad I've, oh. like, uh, missed all the spoilers and stuff. I have no idea how this one comes out, um, which is nice. Because, uh, yeah, Netflix gets it about two months after the BBC gets it. So, um, yeah, they've, they've kept it close to the vest, though, which is, which is nice. Yeah, this is a good example, though, of, of one of those dramatic series that has gone on too long. Yeah. As much as I love it, I'm glad this is the final season. They need to They need to stop reaching for... Pointless storylines. Yeah, how much can you continue to? Oh, these characters are in life and death situation, and now they're out, and now they're back in, and now they're out, and now they're back in. You know, it, it's that classic thing. In the life of gangsters, but right, right. But um, it's cool what they've done. They, they've done their best to wrap it into world events. Um, because like the the fifth season kind of ended with them going head to head with um a nazi essentially like the the nazis are kind of growing in power in the world cuz it's like late 30s or whatever um and it felt it felt right it felt like oh yeah the gangsters and the nazis would kind of like butt heads in a lot of ways um but yeah it, it's it's been going on hopefully there can be a uh you know a good death for for peaky blinders in in season it's- 6 it's been such a joy to watch Cillian Murphy, though. It's I I enjoy him so much as an actor. Speaking of Sam Neill, he was really good in season. I think he was yeah, the bad guy yeah, in season one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Real good. Um, so yeah, Peaky Blinders sixth and final season coming to Netflix June tenth, June thirteenth. I couldn't find a trailer for this. Uh, there's very little information, but Netflix did a. Uh, uh, a, a big comedy festival called Netflix is a joke. And apparently they've um, kind of cut it together into something they're calling Pete Davidson presents the best friends. It's coming to Netflix on June 13th. Um, and it's just Pete Davidson and a bunch of other comedians um, in a, in a big series. I think it's like seven 
episodes or something or seven hours of like comedy that was all filmed during this this festival um it sounded really interesting just from like i've me and kayla recently were listening to some some pete davidson stand-up and pretty pretty funny guy a decent uh stand-up and um you know he's younger than us it's freaking nuts (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just, I think Netflix has done a great job with a lot of its stand-up specials. I've really enjoyed them. And if it's stylish, too, in any way, shape, or form, like, um, like Bo Burnham's special. Oh, you're not, um, you're gonna get that, so. Well, no. Nothing will ever be like that. I just, I mean, they can, they've put on, or they've, like, uh, done some, some awesome things with comedy, uh, in that sense. No magic music in this. Anyone but, dumb enough to get sucked into the Kardashian black hole? I'm I'm not. I'm not a fan. I, I can't. I can't go to bed for my boy Pete. Any, I, I feel you. Shit, I thought she got sucked into the Pete hole. Shit. <laughs> no. I'm be making rounds. No, no. <laughs> so, folks, get sucked true. into the Pete hole. Uh, <laughs> coming to Netflix June 13th. People. <laughs> oh boy um june 16th the old man coming to F- fx and uh hulu um this looks real cool jeff bridges is like a beat down worn out uh kind of retired i think maybe spy mercenary killer liam neeson-esque let's say um yada 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 oh, i was gonna say james bond <laughs> well yeah he's he's mission impossible yeah. nobody john wick He's one of those. Yeah. He's one yeah. of those. One of those. <laughs> uh, but I love Jeff Bridges, and I want to see yeah. Jeff Bridges be John Wick, and that's what this looks like. Um, the one last mission, it looks like he's saving. It needs to save his daughter, very akin to a a Taken esque type situation. Um, but yeah, the old man. Um, I don't. I don't know how much we need to say about it, but Jeff Bridges is like a super spy, but he's old, right? Yeah. The turnover in this industry. My God, everyone's on their final thing. one last thing, you know, fucking from Obi Wan to fucking Bridges here. Uh, <laughs> gonna be a lot of job openings in the old uh, secret spy uh, union. Gary but, Oldman, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. One of them fucking stories we can't get away from, but uh, it works. It, it does work, and uh, this looks cool. It looks good. I can't, I can't lie. When I first saw it, I, I when I first started the trailer, I was hoping that it was uh, kind of a sequel to Hell or High Water. I thought it was. I was hoping it was the, his sheriff character again, but <laughs> alas. Hey, maybe that's a twist. I'd be into it. Speaking of twist, um, June seventeenth, coming to theaters. We're getting Lightyear. Okay, so this is the um, prequel we never asked for to the Buzz Lightyear character. Saw two trailers, wasn't interested whatsoever in this really? film. Saw the third trailer. Oh, there's three. Jesus. <laughs> there is a third trailer, and uh, that one hooked me. And I think, Kayla, you're, you're in the same boat, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that whole, you know, go through time or go through like a wormhole, and you're, you've, you're not in the same time period you were in you were you know 60 years in the future or whatever right that was the third trailer that was right exactly the one that made sense (laughs) 
Gotcha. I don't think I had seen any trailers up until then. I, I caught this one a couple times, you know, at the movies, and uh, it just it looks great, sounds great. Chris Evans is the voice of Buzz this time around. This is this is the movie based on the character that the toy is based on, guys. All right, let's let's not get it twisted here. This isn't this isn't this isn't Toy Story. All right, <laughs> get the spreadsheet ready so you can get that all figured out. Yes. Uh, on the press tour, Chris Evans has been very adamant about who this character is and who is, what his motivations are. <laughs> so good. Well, we're going to watch it and find out even more about it. Yeah. They, it, they sprinkled Tyke in and we were like, yep, we're going yeah. to see this. <laughs> yeah. I heard that voice right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Sold me. Uh, this June's is theaters only. For theaters Spider-Man? only. That's what I've seen. Yeah, oh, bummer. Yeah, Chippendale was so great to just kind of pop, you know turn on Disney Plus, put it on. I think this could have just been that as well. But we didn't give Chippendale we'll enough time on the last pod. You know what? Like, what a movie. we didn't. We God. did. That was my fault. I apologize. There's always so much going on. There's so much. There was even a great. Terminator 2 reference in the movie when we were talking about Robert Patrick and stuff and the, so and the draft and that we have watched that movie at least 10 times. Oh, wow. Uh, the kids really it's on. I, I'm hearing that theme. I, I once loved the theme song. What I said last week has changed a bit. <laughs> the Chip and Dale theme has, has gotten old a little bit. I got it stuck in Kayla's head. And it's kind of old in my house, too, and uh, we've only watched it once. <laughs> I just wake up to Eric, ch 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 chip and just looking at his phone. Just... It's in me, folks. It's in me. Sometimes, some crimes, oh. you know? Oh, oh so good. Um, <laughs> so, Lightyear coming to theaters on June 17th. Also, June 17th coming to Netflix. Spiderhead. Uh, I believe the original uh, title was Escape from Spiderhead, which I, I liked a little bit better. But this looks really cool. The trailer was a lot less dark subject matter, very fun trailer, let's say. So Chris Hemsworth is a uh, owner, creator of a, a very new type of penitentiary. Penitentiary? How do, how do you say it? Pen- Someone say that. Penitentiary. I like it. Yeah, I just, I'm adding extra syllables there. Uh, a jail, folks. Uh, he he runs the a jail. Prison is penitentiary. You have to draw yeah. a prison and you have to guess what <laughs> each section of the prison is. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Um, so he runs a prison um, that uh, is housing Miles Teller, Journey Smollett, and and a cast of other folks. Um, but there's no bars, there's no cells, uh, it's all drugs, it seems. Like, they, they are being uh, pumped up with, with various substances, and he's trying to, what sounds like, he's trying to cure them. He, he wants to figure out how what made them criminals. Um, we don't get a lot of information on why they're there, what they did, or anything like that. Um, but it just looks fucking violent, trippy, fun. Chris Hemsworth looks like he's having a lot of fun. Uh, not so much for Miles Teller and Journey Smollett, but um, what'd, what'd you guys think of this trailer? Uh, it looks weird. It looks like it could be violent and definitely mysterious and what's going on behind the doors. 
uh, what's their real goal. Trailer was a lot uh, per usual. We'll find out. Yeah, I'm pretty much sold on it. Um, Netflix has been, that's what kind of gives me pause a bit. Because mm. did you guys wind up going to check out senior year? We talked about it on uh, the May episode. God, that movie's rough. Oh, that no. movie's I'm surprised you would watch it. And I'm surprised Miles Teller that you want to watch something with him in it, too. He's got a face that I feel like is a little still, abusive to you. I still have Miles Teller's talk. I'm I'm whiplash till I die. I, I got I like my boy Miles. I He's got he one of those faces him, for me. He does. He does. I know I know what you mean. And uh, it doesn't look life, that bad in this. Like I'm, so, uh, I'm wondering if he's gotten some work done because it's a little less aggressive. <laughs> Maybe it's just with age he's become more filling it out and chiseled and such. I don't know. His path's been weird. He'll just pop up every now and then, and like, okay, oh, yeah, that guy's still he's still around. You know, he I thought he was gonna be you know top of the pops, but he's 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 kind of fallen a bit. He survived being in that really awful uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four movie, so I think it's impressive he hasn't gone completely yeah. away at this point. Like, yeah, it could have been. Good point. Good point. But uh, justice yes. for my. <laughs> but uh, Spiderhead coming to Netflix June seventeenth. Um, I'm only going to mention it for a second because Tom Hanks is in it. Uh, but. We're getting an Elvis movie, uh, June twenty fourth, coming to theaters. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a Baz Luhrmann movie. Uh, who who makes some weird stuff? He did he did uh, my personal uh, favorite uh, Romeo and Juliet. Sorry, William Shakespeare's Romeo plus Juliet. Um, uh, I actually do dig that movie, but uh, it's a Elvis biopic. Uh, any interest in this, Mike? I know Kayla, you're a you're a big Big uh, no Elvis for me, lady. Man, this I I think I caught this trailer before uh, the Northman. That's when I saw it, and man, it's a lot going on in this. Tom Hanks yeah. is doing a real weird accent in this. I I'm not really sure who he's supposed to be in reference to Elvis. I guess his manager or something. But I I've I've never really heard of this. Uh, Swedish chef sounding like <laughs> weird Tom Hanks uh, character. Uh, Austin Butler is going to be Elvis. He looks the part pretty well. Yeah, uh, he was uh, loved him as Tex in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's good in that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be more of a, bo- a jukebox kind of movie with just a lot of cool song, like a lot of great Elvis songs, or if it's it or just like a trippy retelling of Elvis's life. I've, I know uh, out of Cannes Film Festival reception hasn't been great mm. <laughs> for this. It's been a, a lot of bad Bohemian Rhapsody uh, oh, takes no. I've seen, uh, which that movie's not great anyway. So to be worse than that is, is very telling. Uh, Miles telling. And uh, <laughs> it's got a fun cast. Uh, homeboy from Stranger Things, the older Brother with the curly hair. Uh, oh, yeah. Is in there. Maggie Gyllenhaal. This will probably be just a late night. Uh, it's on Prime or something. Let's let's watch it. Definitely not going running to the theater to see it. No, and I don't want to be so dismissive of it either. I want to give it a chance, but it just like has this 
shit person kind of vibe that just like oozes out of it on the screen. And I just, oh, it's just so hard for me to get past. He just like oozes shit. And I don't like it. <laughs> Elvis? <laughs> yes. Ironically, he couldn't when he died. <laughs> no. Hey, oh. He was on the toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, Elvis is problematic character, you know. Um, but they picked a dude looks like him. Uh, Elvis has a lot of cool songs, and I yeah, love Tom yeah. Hanks. You know, I like, like music. I like musicals. I like songs. I like movies about songs and musicals. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I I think Mike is is dead on. Just like yeah, if it's on at some point, maybe it it's worth it as long as it doesn't completely. Bomb. We'll see. That's Elvis coming to theaters June 24th. Uh, also, June 24th coming to theaters, The Black Phone. Um, Ethan Hawke getting work, folks. Ethan Hawke getting oh, yeah. work. And putting it in, man. He, he ain't just showing up. He's fucking there to deliver. <laughs> this one looks funky. Um, I like the initial concept of just him being like a freaky weirdo clown guy who like abducts children and like fucks with them um i hope that's all he does i don't i don't really know um he seems super cool but there's also like a supernatural there's, element yeah there's a lot of dead children yeah dead <laughs> right what what did you think of this mike this looks cool i feel like i've known about this for so long now i i think i saw the trailer over a year ago and thought it came and went but uh, when seeing it on the on the script, I was I was excited that it's that it's coming out and hopefully it it's good. But uh, it looks cool. This kid, yeah, yeah, he kidnaps a kid. He puts him like in his you know little secret basement uh, hiding area. But there's an old phone in there, and he is kind of this kid is can answer this phone. It r- starts ringing even though it's not plugged in, and he is getting hints and clues on how to escape from all of the former victims and. Uh, it's kind of a cool concept. Ethan Hawke looks real fucking creepy. Uh, he's wearing these different masks throughout the trailer, like these old timey. What do you call like the the happy and sad kind of theater mm-hmm. type style masks? And hi, you, you almost it almost becomes a blend of Ethan Hawke's face in a way. Like you just kind of see Ethan Hawke as with these big, huge grins and stuff. It's really a, a good striking Im- image because he's he's just as pale as as the masks are and it's re- got a real creepy creepy vibe going on to it yeah i agree it's something that i, I feel like i have seen. this is the first time i've seen the trailer but for what seems like months almost a year anytime you go to the theater it's <laughs> like boom the poster is right there it's been there for months um it does look very creepy yeah, yeah this is based a, on like a creepy pasta or something. Eric, oh, right? is it? Oh man, did I or did I look that up? That sounds about right. You're probably right. Um, I I look up far too many creepy pastas, so oh, no. <laughs> you're probably right. Um, Kayla had a, a really once again with the trailer kind of showing a little bit too much. It would have been cool if it ended with the scene that in the trailer it's about midway through where he realizes like the phone's not plugged in that would have been a cool like kind of way to end that trailer because it, they it just is continued for five minutes yeah but 
Yeah, well, it's got to get the combination to the lock. What leads to the leads to the thing to I, bust. Open why the is hole that the trailer worthy? Me. That is not trailer worthy. <laughs> That's the whole movie. But it looks it looks good. Like in addition to just like yeah, Ethan Hawke and everything else, it looks like a, a a big budget horror movie. Like it looks smooth and and slick. And um, there there's a lot of like supernatural elements in in the trailer that that look creepy and stuff. It looks like they're they're putting in in the the work that's needed. Um, so yeah, yeah. Hawk going from one creepy character in Moon Knight to the next. This one looks even far. Far creepier yeah, than Harrow was, but uh let's give him a shout out for training day. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Matthew Broderick? <laughs> They're all the same. Oh, the black phone coming to theaters June twenty-fourth. Uh also coming to a limited release on June twenty-fourth. Um this looks wild. I yeah, it, <laughs> it looks so fun, so cute though. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Um this is a sh- was initially a sh- short film that they're now expanding into like a full. I think it's like an hour and a half. Um, but what can I say? It's it's a little mollusk, a little like shelled creature, um, played by Jenny Slate, and um, she goes on an adventure, and it it's stop motion, uh, mixed with I think like real real life there's like actual people and stuff and in the trailer it shows like it becomes a, a big news story it's got some like um kind of uh, style yeah it, it, i was getting show, yeah. some feels of like forrest gump almost like uh in, in a lot of ways like the traveling yeah, across rooting the world for the underdog yeah yeah and it just yeah. it's just so bizarre it's such a weird concept and stuff and it just looks looks cute it's a pg movie um, it's from a twenty four. Just just wants to find her family. Yeah, it's kind of it's like Finding Nemo, but stop motion animation and Jenny Slate and Forrest Gump. I don't know. It it's it looks it looks like a lot. It looks fun. It's cute. Yeah, it looks. It's got a that the character is real. It's just like a shell with a googly eye <laughs> glued to it. Like, <laughs> not even and two shoes. googly eyes, just one. <laughs> like, it's, Oh. looks fun i like weird movies i i want i want more movies like this and 824 always delivers so that's uh marcel the shell with shoes on say that a bunch of times fast a limited release june 24th um june 26th i'm getting season four of westworld and no one else is because i don't <laughs> i don't know who else that's watches you. this one um i don't know why i watch it either season three was something um but uh, yeah, um, just thought I'd mention it because I'm going to be watching this and I'm hoping it's good. It, the first season and about the first half of the second season were fantastic. Such a cool concept. If you haven't ever seen Westworld, either the movie that came out in like the 70s or the HBO show. Um, cool concept. Just people go to the Disney, basically like a Disney world, but it's all inhabited by very human-like robots and in fact so much so that the robots don't know that they're robots um a tale as old as time uh and the humans can be as awful as they want to these robots there's a lot of killing there's a lot of awful things that happen um and it just gets reset every day new people come to the park and just a really fantastic concept obviously the robots uh start to gain sentience and we follow them really really cool 
They expanded the world in in season two and three to where, um, oh, there, there's not just the West world. It's all, you know, Wild West. There's also like a samurai world and there's there's just a bunch of other cool areas and stuff. And then in season three, they left the park and that was a little rough. So season four is, I think, again, out outside of the park. But just really cool cast, really cool concepts there, and I'm really hoping that they can... I don't know if this is going to be the final season or what, but um, if they can wrap it up or something in a nice little bow or get back to the park or something, I I just... I want to like Westworld, you know? Season four. Is that I okay, guys? It, can I, can I, I hope, like Westworld? I hope you get it. I hope you get a win, you know? <laughs> Oh, I hope so. Westworld season four coming to HBO June 26th. Um, this one's on here for Tomas on June yeah. 28th. Um, season two of Only Murders in the Building. This is one that I think we both want to check out. I think maybe all all of us want to check out, right? I'd... Yeah, I'd check it out. It's the, on the list. Yeah, the list is so long right now. The list of shows particularly is very long. It is, but I've heard nothing but good things. Um, you know, I think I think this is going to be worth checking out. Um, now that there'll be more of it, um, Only Murders in the Building season two, June twenty eighth. Then wrapping up June, June thirtieth, we get a couple more games, um, a couple more expansions. We get a DLC for Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course DLC coming to PC, Xbox, and Switch. Um, and we get Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming to PC and Switch. Um, you're getting both of these, aren't you, Mike? Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a hit on my wallet day there. <laughs> um, man, this Cuphead DLC has been in the oven for a long time, almost as long as the, that original game was. Um, but it looks cool. It's just inter- introducing a, a new character to play as, Miss Chalice. They're kind of going on a on a, a cruise to the DLC island uh, mm-hmm. where they will fight a whole gang of of new bosses and stuff. And all that stuff looks really great. They had that fun. I think it was at the Game Awards. They had that fun, like, uh, old-timey uh, girl group up there kind of singing the song and everything. And- I love the right, whole aesthetic. Right. It looks... I, I'm really sad that, like, that Cuphead show kind of seemed to come and go. I, don't, I didn't even check it out. Um, yeah, we... We watched it real fast in one, one kind of sitting, and mm-hmm. and we liked it. We just never, never. It was never like a rewatch kind of show for us. And uh, I hope they make more of it because it does look really good. It is really fun, and I hope this DLC is really fun. I, th- I think it will be. And Sunbreak, man, that's you know, the game of the year winner for, for the <laughs> Monster Rise, and and some. This is what Capcom does for these games. They'll you know release. One year, the the full game. Next year, you get a big expansion for it. Uh, Iceborne was the one for Monster Hunter World. And now we're getting uh, a, the opposite of ice. We're getting sun sun here. And uh, it looks cool. There's some kind of big uh, vampire-y dragon that's kind of, uh, you know, putting everything in darkness. And uh, a lot of cool monsters being introduced. A lot of different uh, skills for the weapons and skill swaps and things that kind of go over my head a little bit, but, uh, (laughs) uh, new locales. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I think it's going to be, I think it's 40 bucks. Oh, nice. For the, for the, for the expansion for that. They, they're both probably 40. Yeah. That's going to be a great way to cap off the month.
We didn't even mention all the Sony State of Play stuff we're going to be watching early in the month and uh, the Xbox shows, Summer Game Fest, Future Game Show. All that E3 stuff is coming ahead, too. I think we'll have a lot of uh, games to talk about for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's going to be our next couple of episodes. I want to do a full prediction show on not E3. What do we think we might get? What are our pie-in-the-sky predictions? Um, Anything we're, like, you know, on our wish list? Because, you know, the going talk has been, like, "Mm, there's not much the rest of the year. We've gotten a lot of delays. We've gotten a lot of, you know, things. But... Who knows? Maybe let's hope that we we get some surprises, you know. Um, yeah. and and that'll be a lot of fun to talk about, and then we can react to uh, what we did get and and didn't get. Um, so that'll be episode seventy nine, and I think episode eighty as well. We'll be talking all kinds of video games. Uh, so hopefully announcements, trailers. I mean, um, I almost mentioned it earlier when we were talking about uh kenobi um but (laughs) before when we were watching these trailers uh we seen a trailer for um survivor is that what it was called survivor yeah star wars yeah yeah the um the cal um jedi fallen order um sequel i guess if you will yeah uh and that was announced for 2023 so that's cool yeah, that yeah. Star Wars celebration just just kind of wrapped up, I think. Uh and there was a lot. There was Andor, we got a trailer for that. Uh Willow. <laughs> We're getting a a Willow uh sequel, I think. That looked good. That looked cool. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of uh nostalgia or anything for that original movie, but uh that looked cool. A lot of cool fantasy stuff going on in that. Looked pretty. Yeah, Lucasfilm still still doing it. Um, hopefully, we can say that in a couple weeks when uh, we're done with Kenobi and do a nice spoiler cast on on that. That'll be a fun one. Hell yeah! All right, so that's everything coming in June. Uh, every month, I think I say it. Uh, I'm like, ah, when we're doing these, is this going to be enough to to do a show? And then there's always enough. There's more than enough. Then there's two hours. Yeah, exactly. Um, so June's going to be just as fun, I think, as as the first what five months of this. God, it's already the sixth month of the year. That's how that's how years work, folks. Uh, Get ready. We got a favorite out of the list that we like. What we're excited for. I'm I'm ready to love Mario Strikers. I hope that becomes just like a game that like we get together and play all the time or something. Um or even just a game that I enjoy playing on my own or me and Kayla or whatever. Um I'm ready to I'm ready to fall in love with Mario Strikers. How about you, Kayla? What what hmm. what's got you? My uh No oh, Westworld scene four, really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hmm. That's tough. I I'll say go. I don't I want to say like Peaky Blinders or The Boys, but I'm also like really scared of those too. I know what you mean. This list is just a lot of there's not really a curve to this list. It's a lot of just stuff that I'm 
I'm either in for or out for. There's uh, a lot of. I, I hope Spiderhead's awesome. I hope Black Phone's mm-hmm. awesome. There's nothing that I'm like, man, this is going to be amazing. On the, I, there's a lot of hopefuls on this. For yeah. Me. Um, Lightyear because, also stands out. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably got the best odds, right? Lightyear's probably yeah, got the best yeah. odds of just being like, ah, we all enjoyed Lightyear, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that thing's going to be huge. That's going to be like one of the highest grocers summer kid movie. Like, everyone loves Buzz, so. <laughs> Would that have been a better title, Buzz, other than, or, or is Light? well, kids think Lightyear, you know, like, I don't know. No, their Buzz is a good name. Lightyear is a good name. It's it's tough. I remember yeah. initially, like the first trailer was like the Super Bowl trailer, and I don't even think you can call it a trailer because there was no speaking in it. I remember that yeah. until the very end, you saw like fingers, like an ET, and and I somebody else said like to infinity, and then the fingers touched. And it was like Chris Evans, and you were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no speaking. Chris Evans is in it. You couldn't even hear him say like to infinity and beyond. Like, why are you gonna say just like to infinity and then cut it?" Yeah, Kayla what, ruined our stupid. whole Super Bowl party just with this whole thing that she just did. <laughs> <I ranted. laughs> she knocked over the table. Fuck. <laughs> there were nachos everywhere. It was it was really awkward. We were at a friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> what she described was like a trailer out of that Chippendale movie, like just a fake movie. Right. <laughs> a bad one. Yeah. What do they call ET them? Versus the bootlegs. God, Chippendale. So good. So good. I'm going to be saying to watch it. Get ready. Naughty Dark Horse there. Oh, oh it's, it's <laughs> shot up the list, baby. It shot up the list. Um, so hopefully some things in June shoot up the list to episode 78 in the books. What's coming in June? We got Lightyear. We got Mario Strikers and Marcel the Shell, which you's on Westworld season. I hope you enjoyed episode 78 of the Machine of Nonsense. If you enjoy this podcast, go ahead and give us a like on social media. We're on Facebook Twitter and Instagram. We also have a cool place where you can leave us a voicemail. It's anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you're excited about in June. Tell us that it's Westworld season four. I was your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla, and we had Mike on episode 78 of the Machine of Nonsense. We're getting out of here and we're saying goodbye. Bye. To infinity. And and what? What what to infinity and what? Chris Evans. That's, no. That's it. That's all you get.